things like that. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Things Like That podcast. My name is Allie and I am your host and I am yet again in the Target parking lot recording this because I currently live with my father-in-law and I feel weird recording in the house. Also, Target just has the best vibes. Like, I love just sitting in the parking lot. I can feel the good vibes radiating. I don't even have to be inside and I feel rejuvenated. So, um, this is actually my second time recording this episode, which I normally don't do because if I got into that habit, I would kind of let perfectionism get in the way and I'd take forever to record and I already take forever to record. Um, But I recorded this last night and I just, I didn't feel like it was as valuable as it could have been. It was very like jumbled and I just felt like it, it wasn't what I wanted it to be. So I am re-recording this one, but normally I do it on the first take and I just post it. But I wanted, I really like this topic, so I just wanted to make more notes and kind of collect my thoughts a little bit more. So today we are going to be talking about the idea of picking and choosing your beliefs. And this kind of stemmed from me leaving Christianity and looking back and realizing that I grew up hearing that you have to believe everything in that religion because if God said it, then it's true. So like believing the whole Bible, you hear a lot, you can't pick and choose what verses you like. And now that I've deconstructed or whatever you want to call it from Christianity, all I do is pick and choose and I love it. And I want to kind of go into more detail about that because I know some people might have some reservations. Like maybe you're thinking, well, you can't just make up your own truth or you can't just, you know, pick and choose. But now that I've kind of you know, broaden my horizons and I'm slowly doing that more and more, I realize that I can pick and choose because one, we don't know like what the afterlife is or even what this fucking like life is. Who really knows what life is, honestly? And maybe there is one specific truth, but I, I believe that whatever that truth is and say, maybe it's one specific God, right? Maybe there really is just one God and he's, you know, watching over all of us. I believe that he understands that there's 7 billion people in this world and we're all going to interpret that truth differently. And we're all going to live out that truth and choose to worship in different ways and literally just so many facets of it. I kind of believe that every religion is just like an interpretation of what we think life is. So I interpret life by picking and choosing from all of those. (laughs) So um, having this kind of journey has just helped me. I'm not where I want to be yet. (laughs) I still struggle with this, but it's helped me be a a little less rigid on things and not being like, no, this is the only truth. This is what I have to believe. This is it. You can't deviate from that it's really helped with my black and white thinking and a lot of people when I talk about this stuff on Instagram they ask like how do you how do you find that mindset what did you do so I just want to share a little bit of some of the beliefs that I've picked and chose and some tips on on this journey um but like I said the main reason that I love this topic and that I kind of have been on this journey is because of how much it 
can free your mind. And I know that sounds kind of cheesy, but when you think about living your whole life based on just this one belief instead of, you know, being like, well, maybe I believe some of that, but not this part. I just feel like that's so much healthier than just thinking that you have to believe everything that's presented to you by like one organization, one religion, one person, because we're all going to be aligned with different things. And so as I've let myself do that, I feel like I've been able to take kind of a breath and not feel like I have to be bound to one thing. And that these beliefs can change over time too. When you're stuck on just one belief system, most likely it's saying that that's the only truth. So you're stuck with that for life. And that's just not good for my mind. And personally, I don't think it's good for anyone's mind. Um, But I do want to preface this with, I have respect for everyone's right to believe in what they want. And so as I'm talking about picking and choosing from religions and just different things, I don't want to come off as saying, as not seeming respectful of those religions. Um, If anything, this journey has helped me have more reverence for certain religions and different belief systems. Um, But I'm also going to stick to my truth in that I don't believe there's like one right religion. So with that being said, let's start off with some of my beliefs. And I also want to say I'm not a fan of the word belief. I just can't think of another word to replace that with yet. But for me, when I hear the word belief, I associate it with being bound to something and like rules and rigidness because of my experience. And I want you to know that through this journey, all these things can change literally at any time. You're evolving through life they're going to change and that's okay. And even some of these beliefs I share aren't things that I like die hard live my life by anymore. It's just things that I feel like can help me out on my journey and I use them when I need to. I'm not like I need to preach this to the world and everyone needs to believe it and it's the only way. It's, you know, the way I I see things, but I understand that it's different for everybody else. Okay, all disclaimers out of the way now. (laughs) So um, my first beliefs that I've been loving stemmed from my yoga teacher training journey. And I want to say that I would not have been able to do yoga teacher training like four, five years ago, even honestly a year ago, um, because I was so, I felt like if I thought about another religion or other beliefs I'm like going against God and that's a sin and it's bringing me away from him and like all this bad stuff is going to happen so a lot of things we learn in yoga teacher training um, we talk a lot about Hinduism and Hindu gods and just different practices and different ways of interpreting life and I would have freaked out if I was in one of the yoga teacher training classes and we were doing our chanting or our um tapping or uh what else do we do our mantras I would have been like oh my gosh I'm I can't believe I'm praying to another god like all this stuff so having this loosened mindset allowed me to enjoy yoga teacher training and have reverence for everything I learned because I knew it would be the foundation of what I'm teaching and I needed to be connected with that and 
I think I just had like this click in my in my mind. I feel connected to all of the things I'm about to share, but that doesn't mean I die hard go by it. Like I'm not full a full like into Hinduism now or if I break one of these, you know, beliefs I'm about to share, I that means I fucked up. It's just things I feel connected to. I love that word. So, one thing we learned are called the yamas and niyamas. And if I mispronounce anything, I'm so sorry. Still very new to yoga, um, but I'm sharing it with full reverence. Um, And these are kind of taught in Patanjali's um, Yoga Sutras, which are kind of like, they kind of sound like proverbs to me. Um, But he explains the eight limbs of yoga, which I won't get into because I honestly don't even remember them all. Um, But the yamas and niyamas are the yamas are external ethics so ways that you live in the world like outwardly and niyamas are internal ethics so guidelines for how you conduct yourself and how you go inward and the type of person you want to be so first of all the word ethics and guidelines already scares me um so as i was learning these i was like you know what i don't need to memorize these and only live by these and if I don't do one I fucked up and I messed up I was like I'm just gonna enjoy the ones that feel good to me so one of the yamas that I loved and kind of stuck with me all throughout yoga teacher training is called aparigraha which is the Sanskrit word that translates to non-attachment so letting go of possessions letting go of attachments to outcomes expectations I still hardcore struggle with this but I learned this during the time when we right before John was leaving for um his deployment and I was also moving so I I was getting rid of a lot of stuff I was and I'm a very sentimental person so I took this yama with me and tried to practice non-attachment when I was cleaning out my stuff and just as we were going through the process thinking of things I might have to let go of um that really helped me out. So it doesn't mean that I now, if I get attached to something, I, I'm terrible and I messed up. It's just, it's just something I try and implement and it really helped me out. A niyama that stuck with me through yoga teacher training, which is internal ethics, um, is swadhyaya. Yeah, I, I know I messed that up, but that's self-reflection. So just going inward, reflecting, taking a pause and just looking at yourself. And I struggle with that a lot, actually, because I feel like I look over my actions a lot, but it's in like a self-critical way. It's not in a helpful way. So this was kind of cool to hear. And those are just two that I took with me. There's a lot more yamas and niyamas. And I just took those two. I liked them. And that was that's a beautiful growth moment when you don't feel like you have to be attached to all the rules and guidelines. You just take a few. Um, and those are just some things that can help you along on your spiritual journey um, and live a meaningful life. Those are That's kind of the purpose of the yamas and niyamas. Another one of my beliefs that I just I'm kind of living through right now is... Well, actually, this isn't really a belief. It's kind of something I don't believe. And this is about to be controversial for for all my spiritual people. 
I am not a fan of the law of attraction. Um, And the law of attraction is the idea that positive and negative thoughts um, bring positive and negative experiences. So kind of like what you believe or what you're thinking is what you'll you'll manifest. And I want to explain myself because I believe this to an extent. Like, I think I'm really good at manifesting money. Like, when I am stressing about money, I say my little, like, money mantra, whatever in my head, and it always works out. But I think this can become really toxic when you... It's not considering, like, real-life issues and things going on in the world and people's lives. Um, I feel like growing up, I had this mindset of thinking that everything I do affects what happens to me. And so some things that happened to me I thought were my fault because I was doing something wrong and it was actually due to someone else's, you know, actions or something out of my control. So I think it can just be toxic in those circumstances, um, in a lot of circumstances actually, um, because it makes us put so much weight on our thoughts and I'm also struggling with this a lot, but learning that thoughts are just thoughts and we, I believe we can control our mindset, but we can't control our thoughts. We can let our thoughts pass through and we can control what we do with the thoughts, but thoughts come and go. Um, and so if one day you're just kind of having like a bad mindset day or like a, a rough mental health day, I don't believe you're going to like manifest all this bad stuff coming to you. I feel like you're able to choose your perspective and if you're focusing on good things, of course you're going to see more good things. Bad stuff still might be happening. You're just not giving it as much attention and weight. Um, whereas if you're having you know, more of a negative mindset, you're going to see all the bad things happening. Um, so that's kind of my controversial opinion, but um, I feel like it's just law of attraction is a big thing talked about in spirituality. And since I've allowed myself to pick and choose... I didn't force myself to believe it just because I'm working on spirituality um, or just because a lot of people talk about it and believe it. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make my own interpretation of that. And that's it because I've also come to the conclusion that as I'm picking and choosing these beliefs, um, even if I believe something is like totally true, I don't allow myself to be an extremist with it anymore or at least I try to because that's when it becomes unhealthy for a lot of people and personally for me is when I think that's the only way so if I was fully diehard law of attraction I would really freak out anytime I had a bad thought because I'd be like oh my god like I'm now manifesting all the bad things in my life and the bad things in my life are all my fault and that's just not the case so I've allowed myself to um, just make my own version of it. And that makes life fun because it's not that serious. (laughs) Um, last thing I'll share, one of my beliefs that I'm going with right now is another thing I learned in yoga teacher training, and that is called samadhi. Um, and this is the highest level of concentration and kind of just a state of bliss. So basically, um, I think it's, don't quote me on this, but as you go through the eight limbs of yoga, um, you can achieve samadhi. Um, and so as I was learning it, I was kind of seeing it as a thing that you achieve by like meditating a lot and 
working on, you know, kind of checking all these boxes and um, achieving non-attachment and all this stuff. And that's totally true. Like, all that helps. Um, But as they were talking about samadhi being a sense of, like, a joyful calm and no other attachments or thoughts or anything are getting to you, I realized that my version of samadhi is found in, like those certain moments in life like the feeling you feel at a concert where like everyone's just seeing their favorite artists they're all just on that like hi nothing else is getting in the way you're just in the moment um and that's something that I've experienced in like several different occasions and I was like for me it's an in the moment thing not something I'm going to sit for hours and meditate and try and achieve um So I have full respect that that's kind of what's taught. Uh, But for me, I just see it in sweet little moments of life. Um, And one of the moments where I feel like I fully experienced Samadhi, and it's the only moment in life where I've like felt this, is the night before John proposed. John, if you're listening, hi. Um, And this is a side story, but he was actually, like, he had planned to propose that night, and he had a photographer coming, and it rained, and so the photographer was like, let's just do it in the morning, so I was already dressed, because I thought we were going to, like, a photo shoot, and he was like, oh, she canceled, because it's raining, and I was just sitting there doing my makeup, and was just like, you know what, like, I'm already dressed, I want to I just want to have a fun night. So we decided to go out. Uh, We, like, got super tipsy at a martini bar. We just ate a bunch of french fries, like, literally ordered, like, seven appetizers. And it was just, like, I was in the zone um, with John, like, just in that moment with him. And literally that was the most out-of-body yet in-body yet calm feeling I felt. And when we learned about samadhi, I was like, that's what that is. And I truly believe like that samadhi isn't just a feeling of calm. It really is like another level of like bliss. And yeah, that's just one of my favorite, favorite moments to talk about. Um, so I, I'm not really, if I was on like a diehard belief train of samadhi, I would constantly be trying to meditate, constantly trying to practice the yamas and niyamas like trying to check all these boxes and being like why aren't I achieving it but since I have a loosened grip on this belief I'm able to just live life and as I experience those moments I can enjoy them and if I don't feel that way one day that's okay um so those are just a few things that I've just been kind of living um the past couple months um But I want to leave you with some tips because I feel like when you hear stuff like this, it's like, oh my gosh, like I, I'm so into my religion and I, I'm scared to question anything else. Like, please know I've been there times a thousand. Like I, I feel like I'm, I'm brave, but that doesn't mean I'm not full of fear. Like when I was going through all this religion stuff, like I was full of so much fear Uh, on what's on the other side of questioning my beliefs and also full of a lot of defensiveness so one of my tips would be um is 
as you as you go through this let go of your defensiveness and the idea that you have to find the correct belief like if you go on this journey looking for the one truth in life it's going to be at least for me it would be miserable because we're never going to know you know maybe until we die maybe then we still don't even know um but go through it with just curiosity and as you expand your horizons um this is a second tip and talk to people of other beliefs and realize there's people out there who are just as happy in their beliefs as you are in yours and that your current beliefs aren't the only truth and the only thing to make someone happy um you realize like oh wow there's so much out there to learn about um and learn about that with curiosity because I made the mistake as I first started this journey like being very defensive and feeling like I had to tell the other person specifically John because we had a lot of these conversations like why my why my beliefs are right so it wasn't even really a conversation of oh what do you believe it's what do you believe I'm going to tell you why it's wrong Um, and that just is like hitting a wall it's not helping you expand your mindset so really try and hear other people's beliefs and um, have fun with exploring them. There's so much, so many cool ways to view the world. Um, and as you hear them from other people, um, it kind of just lets your mind relax because you're not so focused on being right and finding the right thing. Second is it's going to require, <clears throat> excuse me, some deconstruction of your religion if you're in like a structured religion i'm not telling you to leave your religion um literally do your own thing but i will say is to start with knowing why you believe what you believe so just questioning what you believe and knowing why you believe it and truly knowing why like really trying to let go of the very like monotonous like typical answers that you've been told your whole life really understand why you believe that because then you'll either just affirm your beliefs um, and stick with it, or you'll be like, oh, wow, I really don't know if I believe that. Let me find something new that I could explore. And either way is fine. Um, And either way, there's nothing scary on the other side, because that's what I struggled with during this deconstruction, breaking down my beliefs, is I was like, if I let go of these beliefs, I might be letting go of like the one truth and that's going to send me to hell or that's going to make me not be able to achieve happiness or it's going to upset God or I'm going to do something wrong. And that's not a way to live, first of all. And second of all, I realized on the other side of questioning my beliefs, I found more and more peace and more and more freedom. So please know that that's on the other side of all of this and that this is a fun process as you let down your tight grip on beliefs um or maybe the ones you've believed your whole life and you start to look at others you can literally just have fun with it it is not that serious and it's okay to change your mind every time you hear something new (laughs) um so really just allow yourself to start with literally start with where you're at and ask yourself why you believe that So those are just a few tips I have. Um, It's definitely not an easy process. Like I said, there's a lot of fear that came with it for me, a lot of resistance, a lot of um, uncomfortability, lots of things. (laughs) Um, And 
push through it. I promise it'll be worth it because on the other side, once you're kind of free from being stuck to one belief system, um, you no longer have that guilt of letting your mind wander. So give yourself permission to do that. I would love to hear beliefs you have and things you're questioning and things you're kind of toying with. Um, I love hearing other people's perspectives now. Um, I wouldn't say love. I'm still, I still struggle with it. I, I really struggle with giving other people the space to say what they believe without me already thinking of why that doesn't fit my beliefs. And so that means it's wrong. Um, but it's a journey. Um, and all of ours will look different. So just have fun with it. Um, and feel free to DM me, like I said, but, uh, we'll actually have a new podcast episode tomorrow. Cause we're doing two this week. Cause I didn't post this last week. So if you enjoyed this week's episode, please leave a rating or review and send me some more podcast ideas in my DMs. like that.